Yeah. What's up, Mike? What up? So, first of all, um, when I was thinking about this, when you when you posed this topic earlier, I was thinking about like how much I loved bodybuilding and how much that was like the the um, gateway drug to me getting into strength training. Was bodybuilding the gateway drug for you? Yeah, without realizing it, I think a lot of my first programs and workouts that I was doing uh, had a lot of bodybuilding in it for sure. Yeah, and I feel like that's still a common gateway into strength training for most people because bodybuilding has that aesthetic appeal to it, and that's most people's motivations nowadays, right? Uh, well, I would think that most people starting out, especially in their teens and 20s and 30s, are probably thinking, oh, like, ha- how many people come to you with a with a goal? Like, oh, my shoulders hurt or something like that. But I would really like to have nice biceps. Like, yeah. You know, like everyone. If they don't say it, they might be. Th- they're probably thinking it, though. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So it, just to generalize, it's not like everybody. But Yeah. You come across that a lot, and I feel like it's good to address it in terms of when you're coaching somebody, I I try as best I can to, like, guide them versus tell them which way to go, mm-hmm. you know? And for a lot of people, they're on the bodybuilding train. Right. So I don't want to be, like, no, that's wrong, and and this is why I think you should do it exactly the way I want you to do it. Like maybe if I was working with elite athletes, you know, it's different because like time is money there, you know. But let's, let's clarify, like, what's the difference between bodybuilding and strength training? I would say bodybuilding is exercising. Oh, well, for the purposes of this podcast and the way we we're probably going to talk about it i would say the the format of a workout routine and on a weekly basis is kind of how i think of and the and the exercise choices that people make to usually work towards a goal of building muscle in specific areas like there's a lot more isolation type of training, which is why the format is the way it is. Mm-hmm. And it's usually in ways that would, I mean, if we're really talking bodybuilding, that would improve how someone looks on a stage. Right, right, exactly. And like to simplify it down, I mean, we can just say strength training, you're trying to move the most weight with usually bigger compound movements. Uh, compared to bodybuilding, you're literally trying to build muscles and usually isolate the certain muscle groups and make individual muscles look a certain way if we're right. talking about like the classical bodybuilding. Right, right. Getting okay. on stage and having like a, a physique that your muscles are quote unquote in balance with each other. Exactly. And then and then also just bodybuilding in general, because like I think one of the big things is, is that a lot of people, it is their first thing that they do in fitness. And that's because a lot of programs online are think are centered around just bodybuilding, bodybuilding training. Right. Which I think is shifting. I think it's shifting, sure. which, is, which is why I'm a little 
unsure about generalizing about it as much now. Right. But it, it could be shifting or I could just be shifting into my own little bubble. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> it has been shifting. I think uh, the CrossFit wave uh, definitely created a yeah. lower, lower rep and uh, like strength training uh, and definitely put that at the forefront. So there are a lot of programs out there now that will have the low rep in there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think we're just learning. Uh, I mean, but I think one thing about bodybuilding uh, that we're going to like, for me, what I've learned over time is that having bodybuilding programs, there's certain, there's certain parts in the bodybuilding programs that have uh, translated to the strength training and other forms of training that I really liked. And one of those for me was like, kind of like the mind body connection you can get with uh, just focusing on like certain muscle groups. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good point too, because each of these different ways of lifting, it's almost like a, a martial art in my head, you know? And then, and then what you want to do is you want to do Bruce Lee's philosophy is you want to take what's useful and, and discard the rest. I think as you, as you go in your journey, you know, to, to being stronger, to feeling better, you know, those long-term goals. But I think that's one of the ones in bodybuilding that's, that's definitely stayed with me, I would say, is getting that mind-muscle connection. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh. a big thing. Yeah, because then you can feel every single muscle. And even when you're going into the other things like strength training, um, you can really feel that even with the heavy weight, even when you're trying to move it. But you can make sure that you're using the proper muscles uh, when you're lifting and doing certain lifts, which I think having that mind-body connection really helps. And like, I, Sorry, go ahead. Oh, man. So I love what you were saying about the the philosophy of it and like what Bruce Lee was saying about it, because, I mean, when you really do um, like figure out at the end of your journey is is that it's all about balance, like taking part of bodybuilding, taking part of strength training, taking part of mobility and kind of adding it all into one thing. But yeah. really, it, it there's there's so many lessons to learn by like isolating one at a time. Like, so if you have like one thing from this episode, if you haven't done a bodybuilding routine. Yeah, I would definitely try it out. Even yeah. though like we promote balance, like, like we love a, a well-rounded routine, but I do think that you can, you can do, do three months or do six months of just bodybuilding and really try and focus in on, on the different aspects of, of bodybuilding that are great. And uh, and then make sure you can take that back into your routine after that. Yeah. So, okay. So I kind of want to pull those things out. I'm trying to think of another piece of bodybuilding that transfers over, you know? So another thing that you can learn, what's another benefit of bodybuilding basically, right? Right. Uh, and then the other thing I wanted to go into a little bit more is what what you think of as a typical what's a typical bodybuilding workout look like okay yeah right. so i mean a couple of things uh we don't like to value this but i mean just looking good is a good part of of bodybuilding and i mean I, and i'm not saying i never value it um but you know because sometimes it is good to be able to have that tool right to be able to use it so I would think that's another thing uh, that you kind of want to focus on with this. 
Um, Which is more of a result of hypertrophy type of training, I would say, where you're doing the kind of training where your muscles are getting pumped with a lot of blood. Like you're getting the pump. You're chasing the pump in bodybuilding. Like the pump is, the pump is uh, sacred. Basically, I would say (laughs) that's the sacred cow in bodybuilding. And so when you, when you chase the pump, you get, you get more, you train your muscles to hold more water in them in the way that makes them look better and push against the skin more. And if your intensity and your frequency is high enough with bodybuilding, then you're going to get your body fat down just because of effort. Right. And then those muscles are going to, are going to pop more basically. And that's going to give that, that look that, that people want. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It feels great. I mean, if you have never, well, most people start in that eight to 12 rep range, you know, uh, of this and, and you can really feel the pump compared to if you're just in that three to five rep range, it's like really a, a different feeling when you're finished with the workout. Well, yeah. Um, and like 15 and 20 reps, I see pretty often with things too, with, uh, chasing, chasing the pump or like drop sets, you know, people will do. Oh Yeah. Oh yeah, drop sets will crush your biceps. You know, yeah. if you do like a, a drop set of that for sure. And, and the pump kind of goes back to um, the uh, what we were talking about a minute ago. Goes back to the mind muscle connection. You know, so that when you when you feel those muscles get pumped full of blood, it's much easier to feel your muscles. And a lot of times, people are very unaware of like what muscle they're contracting or how to contract a muscle, you know, until you actually fatigue that muscle enough that you can't ignore it, you know, and there's this, there's this spot you can get to where you, you feel it more, but you just got to make isolated enough. And it's almost like, um, it's like physical therapy on steroids. (laughs) <laughs> basically is, is how I think of bodybuilding sometimes, you know, cause all of all the isolation movements, but those help a lot with getting that pump and getting that mind muscle connection. Yeah. I love it. All right. So what are some other, so what are we going through here? Like, what are we, what else do we want to talk about with bodybuilding for like the philosophy behind it? I think, I think another big thing about bodybuilding, that's, Maybe something that transfers probably would be just getting into a program, like an actual multi-week, you know, program for a lot of people. Like people don't really get into programs with other modalities as much. Maybe in like the in the powerlifting which is usually comes after bodybuilding for a lot of people. Right. I would say in terms of like the, the, the typical progressions you see people go through with weightlifting, weight, weight training. Now that's because bodybuilding, it like, uh, it takes a lot, can take a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. So w- that's one thing we're going to talk about here in a second is, is how the, our kind our thoughts are more minimalist thoughts on bodybuilding. And if that's even possible, Um, Mm -hmm. but, but like one of the big things that people don't like about bodybuilding is that a lot of those workouts can take like 90 minutes and, Mm -hmm. and there's, there's just not a lot of time for that or the the classical bodybuilding workouts. Right. 
Right. And, and so we were, th- we were scheming on some ideas, uh, how to kind of make those workouts a little bit shorter. Uh, that, do you have any good ideas off the top of your head? I have a couple, um, if you don't have any, any good ideas on it. I, I have a uh, half of an idea. So okay. I, I want to hear your idea. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now if you are going, if you want an adaption, so where do you have to start out? So if you've already been working out, especially a bodybuilding style, this probably wouldn't work. I would say that you would have to, to kind of start with a, a little bit of reset, what I, what I call, and that's to kind of level your your body back out. Like if you've been going really high rep for a long time, this won't work as well. Yeah. Um, so what what I would do so now now if you're new if you're new to working out this I would like, assume I would assume it's a newer person this will work it yeah. will work great right um yeah. and so if somebody who hasn't had a consistent routine but has tried a couple things maybe some group fitness classes maybe some like D- DVDs or online videos or something like that yep yep exactly uh, well, so I like, so we know that frequency is, is a very important part of, of muscle growth. Uh, and so it, it's a very interesting, you could, you could do it a few different ways. I think, um, you could just do an, an upper body and lower body day. Uh, and then, so like a full body day and then just do that every other day forever. I think, I think that would be a fine way to do it. Um, especially if your goal is to also lose a little body fat, which most people would have that goal. Um, I do also think that if you are, do have a low body fat and are just trying to build muscle, you could also do a, a low body day and then and a lower body day and then an upper body day and do that for six days so that you're hitting each muscle group three times. Three Three times is a pretty good frequency for that. And then, and then you'd have that seventh day for a day off. Uh, and then how would you do that individually each day? Well, I'm not saying go to the gym for an hour or an hour and a half each day. I'm saying once, if you're new to this, just very easily, you can do a couple compound movements and a couple accessory movements to those compound movements. So maybe not more than 12 sets. And, and if you, and that's per day. And if you're talking 12 sets, you're really only talking about 30 minutes or so, or maybe 40 uh, tops uh, per day. And, and so, which is a little bit, le- obviously less than those 90 minute workouts. So I know that was a, a kind of a lot in one, uh, but that would kind of be what I would do. Uh, like if I was training these, you could probably even minimize that by even half. And if you needed to cut that down to 20 minutes. Um, so everything I said, just cut it in half. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like the upper body and lower body split too. Cause then you, I, I think it's hard to, <clears throat> to isolate and really hit an area and then have energy enough to do that in a, in a different area of your body. Like once you, once you isolate and nearly annihilate in a high rep, higher rep scheme than you're used to, you know, with multiple sets in those higher reps, it's it's hard to have the energy to put into the put the f effort you need into another muscle group basically so it's good to it's useful to split those up and to give them a break between and part okay so part of me when i'm thinking about newbies 
and and beginners starting strength training part of me wants to be that coach who is just like you're going to gain muscle no matter what you do as long as you show up so let's right. just get you doing the basics and because a lot of a lot of people this is the contrarian but I'll give you my I'll give you my actual answer in just a minute <laughs> um cuz some of the best bodybuilders like some of the best bodybuilders bodybuilding was one of the last things they did and 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 that's not a rare story you'll hear like i would say it's a it's probably like 30% maybe 40% somewhere around there in terms of a group a subset but that's a lot you know yeah and so you don't see a lot and and this is kind of the same for like athletes and a lot of people a lot of people don't specialize until like the last minute and then can really just squeeze all the juice out of it. So they've already been doing a bunch of different training styles. They, they have a very well-rounded uh, frame to put muscle on. Mm-hmm. Basically. So then, so then like part of me, cause okay. One guy I knew, did I ever tell you the story about this dude? I knew I'm going to go super contrarian now. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> this, one, this one dude I knew, um, all he did for a couple months was just do stretch work and he blew up like a bodybuilder afterward. Oh, yeah. And all he was doing was stretch work and just, and he had a, he had a semi-active lifestyle. So he wasn't like sitting all day, every day. Like he liked to go on a bike ride here or there, you know, and it, his stretch work though was very strength intensive. Mm-hmm. But it opened up his body enough that he could get like muscles to grow in those areas. Yeah. So, so first thing I would say is still do your stretching because a whole bunch of bodybuilders um, do, um, who do really well, stretch a lot. Like yeah. that's, that's a, I don't think it's as unknown as much anymore. So still do work to actually create space for the muscles basically. And then I think a lot minimum minimalist wise speaking and to still do like bodybuilding esque workout. I think you could do a couple of compound movements at the beginning of your workout and then finish with a couple of like upper body or lower body pick one upper or lower basically um, bodybuilding esque movements, you know? So you get that that split of um, like lower rep, higher intensity when your nervous system needs to be ready. And then you can go into the bodybuilding, but you're not super tired. You know, you just do like one, one, um, one or two compound lifts, you know, max before you do go into your bodybuilding split. And you do that bodybuilding split in areas that are uh, weak spots as much as possible for you. And then, so you, you get that upper body, you hit those areas that are weak spots, the, the bottlenecks basically that are keeping other areas from growing. And that's a lot of times I think why people, this is another principle I would see, say bodybuilding promotes is understanding anatomy. Okay. So if you, if you start to learn where the muscles are in your body and you start to visualize that, and then you start to think about how that structure works 
you can start to figure out, okay, this spot is weak because of this spot nearby here. And you can start to figure out, okay, these muscles go this way. So getting a little bit of anatomical knowledge can help pick those out, I would say. But you can do typical bodybuilder movements too. I would just maybe stress to most people that um, pulling the back of your body is probably going to be better to be prioritized in the front of your body, as weird as that sounds. I would prioritize, prioritize the back of your body. If you're, if you're any kind of sedentary person at all, prioritize the back. Because that's going to pull you up. And then create space for those front of the body muscles to grow. That's it. And then uh, then a good cool down and do that three to four times a week, I would say. Work up to three to four times a week. And that would be the, how I would look at it. That's what. Yeah. I, I love it. Like, uh, so a few things that you said, like uh, the mobilization, just to do mobility. Is, yeah. is definitely, I think, an important thing and huge because a lot of people think bodybuilding and think people who can't move around very well. And no, there's been a revolution in bodybuilding since the 90s, I would say, where they a lot of the top guys like really stress stretching because they're just creating space for more muscle to grow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, stretching, I mean, they're now, that's what I was gonna say. Nowadays, almost everyone is super flexible, uh, who, who are bodybuilders. And so I think that's one thing that people need to get out of their head or at least make sure that they're doing is, is mobility work. Uh, and so you can do the bodybuilding movements and as long as you're doing the proper stretching mobility, uh, to, to really feel great and, and look, look big and look however you want to look. Yeah, it's going to keep you doing the bodybuilding longer. And that's the same reason why I say, like, work on the posterior. Like, save your energy for the back of the body muscles. You know, the front of the body muscles, they're going to, if you're any typical kind of person, which is what we're, we're talking about here, it, myself included, you're going to be at a computer. You're going to be leaning forward. You know, you're going to be looking at a phone. You're going to be leaning forward for that. You're going to be driving in a car. You're going to be leaning forward for that. You know, there's just so many opportunities for you to be um, crunching down that front of the body and, and getting that upper back and those hamstrings and glutes and all and your low back, like all those muscles stronger is going to make that bodybuilding work. Um, it's going to like plant the seed in fertile ground more. Yeah. Yeah. I think a good a good rule for that is I like to do two to one at, at minimum ratio of, mm -hmm. of your, of your back muscles or your pull muscles mm -hmm. over your, over your push muscles. Right. And, and that ratio I like to keep within a workout and also within a week plan of the workout too. So using that same ratio, you can even use up to three to one, uh, but it just depends on your goals and, and who you are. If, if you don't, if if you're if you feel like your posture is perfect, then then maybe you can get away with two to one. If you feel like you do have some rounded shoulders, uh, maybe lean even to three to one ratio there. Yeah. Yep. I like that. Yeah. That's smooth. I feel like we nailed that. Any other any other principles of bodybuilding? You think? Well, 
No, I mean, those are the basic ones. I think a lot of principles are just general fitness principles. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the main thing that I wanted to speak on today was the mind-muscle connection and how that relates to everything else. Because so mm -hmm. last week, last week we did uh, longevity, right? And mm -hmm. so, so longevity, how could bodybuilding, like so learning some of the things from bodybuilding help with just longevity? And, and I think being in like one of the things was a one leg balance. And so, so having a one leg balance with that, I think if you're, if you're a bodybuilder before that, you can feel your hamstrings and your quads and probably your glutes. And, and if, and, and then your, uh, you know, maybe your abs or your obliques, uh, and then depending on your, your hands, you could feel even your lats. Uh, and, and if you can feel all that while you're standing on one leg, then, then that would be something you learned from bodybuilding or, or bodybuilding-esque type movements that can really help with longevity. And, and so I do think that's why you do the balance work. I mean, you do, you want to do everything, but use an experiment. I mean, we've talked about experiments in some of our other podcasts too. Uh, do the, do the three month bodybuilding only experiment and, and see what happens to your muscle. Like, see how you feel, see how you look, make sure you do that mobility. Uh, and, and then, you know, take what you learn from that and apply it to your balance routine and uh, cycle in and out of 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 everything that we're going to be talking about over the next couple episodes too uh about some of the other you know different areas like we 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 uh talked about strength training a little bit which we'll probably talk about maybe next week or in a couple weeks yes agreed <laughs> stay tuned stay tuned we'll have, we'll have more to speak about soon exactly uh what else what else any other things you want to talk about before we leave i think that's good yeah i mean the only other yeah i mean i, I would say that's good uh what other thing that bodybuilding did was it it did help i mean bodybuilding was like arnold and and the rock and like those those guys are big and yeah extra, extra time you want to talk about um how the history of bodybuilding the golden era of bodybuilding well what do you know about bodybuilding i mean do you have some history on that you ever watch Pumping Iron? I have. Yeah? yeah. Have you watched it multiple times? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yep. I've probably watched it three or four times. Yeah. That's, That's what I think of in terms of, like, the golden era of bodybuilding, is Pumping Iron movie. It's on YouTube if anybody wants to check it out. It document. It's kind of documents. It's dramatized. It's a dramatized document documentary, I would say. Like, there were scenes where Arnold set up and – people set up who are doing it to add drama. Kind of like reality TV nowadays, you know, it's not really complete reality, but. Right, right. Yeah, they just add, they, they have to, they have to script it, but then mm -hmm. they kind of let people do what they want. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. So uh, that documents Arnold's first defense of his Mr. Olympia title back in the 70s, I want to say. Right as he was breaking into the Hollywood scene, trying to break into the Hollywood scene. Yeah. And it worked, basically. <laughs> that, that documentary, I think, <laughs> worked. Unless it's just like one of those cult classics that came back in popularity. I'm not quite sure. But, I mean, it seems to have worked. 
Right, right. Now, now, hold on. Weren't you? Didn't you do some bodybuilding, like some actual bodybuilding? Yeah, I did a show. I did a show. Yeah, I did a show. I did, I was deep in the bodybuilding thing. Jazz did two shows. Um, I trained a couple uh, bodybuilding clients who did shows. So yeah. how is how is your experience? Uh, and 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 what about Jazz's experience? I'm kind of interested in both of that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we we. I, I had a little a little catharsis even just talking about it today. <laughs> but um, I feel like we learned a lot from it and we had a lot of fun with it and it taught us a lot of things. And those things we talked about today a good bit, I would say. But eventually, eventually, I think I was just doing it in an imbalanced way where you, if you're already imbalanced, you know, like the things that I talked about today are because um, I see a lot of people do bodybuilding in an imbalanced way because they're not a, as aware of the things we talked about today. Right. And um, so you're going to, you're going to, you're going to reach a peak a lot quicker. You know, there, like I had a good amount of muscle growth after I stopped bodybuilding just because I did something in a different way that focused on areas that I wasn't focusing on, you know, and if I had figured that out in bodybuilding, I might have kept going with bodybuilding. Do you do you think more people now? We kind of touched on it, but more people are more balanced, like doing, like having what we were, what we're talking about, the more balanced routine when it comes to uh, a little bit of strength training in there, uh, definitely hypertrophy training, which is the bodybuilding that we're t- talking about, adding mobility in. Um, I mean, pretty much everything, right? I would say yes and no. So yeah, I think it's out there more with people. Um, and then I think some people, I think people are more educated. I'd say it that way. You know, people are more educated about it. It's definitely become more of a thing in pop culture. You know, you can just look at like fitness industry as a whole and how it keeps growing and because yeah. well, you said that you were a little unbalanced. Was that was were you being unhealthy with like how you were eating? Because um, now aren't there a lot of strategies in bodybuilding where you can be fairly healthy and not do like a ton of cardio and not kill yourself? Like compared to even the training of like twenty years ago, where the last six weeks you know you're running a few miles a day and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but so I know there's a, a lot of different strategies. No, I wouldn't say it was as much with eating. It was most. It was mostly like exercise selection and yeah. um, and probably programming frequency. I would over, overuse, would you say, like because it was such high rep? Um, I would say I just didn't target muscles that I should have been targeting, probably, yeah. and I didn't work on integrating those muscles into, um more compound movement patterns. Okay. I think the, the key with the compound movement patterns and why like you see a lot of high level bodybuilders have a, have a foundation there is that it integrates your muscles into, into movements that um, you're going to reinforce throughout the day. If you have just a semi-active lifestyle and hopefully as, as you work out more, your lifestyle gets more active, but you need your brain needs to once you once you like create that line of um, information, you need to keep that that line open, you know. And so, like 
I, I mean, if you if you wanted to go hardcore on the bodybuilding, I would say it would be still good to have like some movement snacks with the bodybuilding too, you know, assuming that your recovery is going well. Yeah. That it would be good to do like a bodybuilding movement just like here or there, you know, like do some curls, you know, <laughs> while you're watching a show or something like that. Like that kind of stuff, that kind of stuff is what like separates people like like at different levels of achievement with it, you know, but that's one of those things you got to be kind of obsessed to do, you know, like almost by doing it, you prove your obsession. I would say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you using the snack, the movement snacks, I mean, just think if you're doing an every other day, full body routine, right. Mm -hmm. And your, your goal is to blow up your, your arms and your glutes. Then yeah. on those on those off days, you can just do a, a movement snack of, of like I say, a tricep, bicep, uh, bicep superset, and then and then maybe like that. you don't even have to be tired. You just need to like get it enough that you can feel the muscle, feel so the you muscle. know that that connection is good, and then get out like some band work just to get get the pump, and you know not too much too much damage, just to yeah. fill fill it up with uh, some blood so that all the oxygen yeah. gets there and all the nutrients get in there. Yeah, like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, also another one was uh, he did it with his calves. He did movement snacks with his calves, basically, because they were one of his weak spots. You know, so not he trained them as a priority in his training. So he he saved his energy for his calf training, like we were talking about. And then and it, and it's not just Arnold Schwarzenegger, but he's 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 been recorded saying this basically. Yeah. Um, but and then he would do like calf raises when he could throughout the week and throughout the days and but he wouldn't do it to fatigue he would just do it to get the pump and that's it and then crow they did you know but like you only have so much energy and you only have so much time to devote to different muscles at different times so right right that's the game you play cool all right i love it is there anything else about bodybuilding we want to go into or any other, you know, of our own fit quests that we want to go into? Yeah, I was going to say, what's the, uh, what's the current fit quest status right now? Oh man. So I went on a long hike last weekend. Um, well, okay. I'm going to say long. It was long for me because obviously my endurance is not that high, but it was about, uh, it was a little over six miles yeah. and, and there was a lot of elevation Okay. And, and was about, it Raven's Rock? Huh? Was it Raven's Rock? No, no. It was uh it was in Kakapin State Park. Okay. Okay. Um and so it was a fifteen hundred foot elevation change. Um so it was pretty you know, it was it was pretty decent. And so all right. Well anyway, so at about four miles, uh like my legs were just done. And and then and I just kept on going for the last two miles, uh, you know, because I wanted to live and not be in the woods. And and so when I got uh, so basically this whole week, man, I have been very tired, like exhausted and like <laughs> like a whole like a whole entire week. I'm like five days, six days. I'm feeling a little <laughs> bit better today, but I've I've done two or three workouts this week so far mm -hmm. and I, I can't do it, barely any weight um uh, like on on anything and i feel exhausted and so something's going on i think from my overexertion i guess uh but i'm like a week into or almost a week out of doing that and i'm pretty 
exhausted so i'm hope i'm hoping that it this goes away pretty quickly but it's it's an interesting thing it's thrown off thrown me off like a week of workouts basically yeah when you max out you maxed out oh yeah 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 but that's a good thing for people to hear because um basically when you max out it takes a while for your body to recover from that and and depending on how long it took to get to that peak you know um but in dirt if you max out and it's in something new, you get you get a little bit better a little bit more quickly because it's not it's not something usually that you're having a hard time with because you've done everything you can to make it easier. You know, you you have a lot of room to grow usually. So right. week, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Yeah. So well anyway, so like with my workouts, I just feel like you know, I feel really athletic in the past month or so, because I think I was telling you, I was doing two days of cardio, which I usually don't do like a two days of cardio. And, and so this week there's also been the smoke and the fires. So yeah. I haven't been outside and my cardio and stuff has been kind of weak. So it's my fit quest this week. Uh, I'm trying to do a lot, but it, it hasn't been working out very well. I don't, I don't feel a hundred percent. Uh, yeah. so I hope my quest, uh, starts, you know, I get a little bit better and I know I will, uh, cause, cause I think I just did overexert myself, but I think that's kind of, it was, it was just a sign that, you know, I needed to take a break maybe. Yeah. Those fires are totally killing my vibe right now. It's making it hard to go outside. And that's one of the things I love to do right now. But I've been getting some bike work in the basement and I've been getting um, some, I've been doing a lot of rope flow stuff lately. And then my usual, my usual, like probably two or three days a week strength program. I'm basically doing, um, what's his name? I think I told you this, Dan John's eight minute workout, but I'm doing it for longer. I'm doing a couple sets and then I'm adding in some stretch work throughout the week and whatnot. But um, I'm getting a lot more steps, but the steps are going down now that uh, Jazz has a boot that she can walk in. So I'm not running around as much, So I'm, tr- but I'm trying to keep up that endurance because yeah. I've, been, I've been noticing the benefits of that endurance in a couple different activities and just like at out-outs and other things lately. Yeah. So I want to try and keep that endurance up. So I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm trying to go on the bike, but then not being able to go outside is making it harder. So... <laughs> Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Well, the fit quest continues. Fit quest continues. Thanks All for right. listening, everybody. All right. See you guys. See you, Mike. Yes.